Welcome to the Visionary Bouncer Training Podcast. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Shout out to you guys who are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, listening right now. And of course, everybody who is tuned in, watching on YouTube, shout out to you guys. Um, today's episode is a very, very important one. And if you guys are not following me on Instagram, make sure you do that at Visionary Basketball. Actually, this episode and a lot of episodes, as you guys who are regulars tuning in know, um, a lot of que- a lot of topics that I get come from questions I get from you guys, suggestions from you guys. I put a Instagram story up with a question sticker on it a couple weeks ago, talking about or just asking you guys like, okay, what topics you guys want to see, like what questions you have for the podcast, and this is another topic question that I got. Um, and it was really, really like a very, and I didn't realize like you guys wanted to hear about it more because I, I just did a breakdown on it, but, uh, it's such an important topic that I feel like it probably is a good thing to be able to talk about. So we're gonna talk about 0.5 decisions today. And I think that it's one of the most important concepts in the game of basketball. I think that if you understand this, this, this concept, it's not only going to shape the way that you train, the way that you actually approach the game, but it's going to allow you to be a lot more successful, um, and you're going to be a, you're a player that it's going to really going to be helpful when it comes to um, like coaches are really going to like you and you're really going to fit in, in any system because of the way that you play uh, and the way that you understand how the game of basketball is played. So this is something that I wanted you guys to, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, and I was glad that I got a question on. So again, shout out to all you guys who answered in that, that story poll, because there's a lot of really, really good questions in there that I'm going to get to for sure. Um, but definitely want to talk about this one today. So 0.5 decisions, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, and like I said, I just posted a video, a breakdown on it, a film breakdown on it um, a couple weeks ago. So maybe at the time of this, there there may be a workout out on it as well. Um, not sure, but I think there may be, depending on when this drops. Um, but that all being said, I wanted to kind of go more in depth with those point five decisions because, again, I think it's one of the most valuable and important concepts in basketball. You know, I had somebody ask me. I actually I was on a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago with um, Coach TJ TJ Jones. Shout out to the uh, SDP podcast, uh, Skill Development Playbook podcast, and uh, I was on there. And it was just kind of a kind of an interview talking about skill development. And one of the questions that he asked me was, "What are the three most important areas that player, like the three most important skills that players need to have?" Um, and number one for me was shooting. Number two was the ability to read and attack closeouts. Okay, and that's where these point five decisions are going to come into play. Uh, so skill one and skill two both have to do with this. Just in case you guys haven't seen the the videos uh video videos depending on again a bunch of different things but if you guys didn't see the video going in depth talking about with the film breakdown on point five decisions point five decisions are basically just decisions that you make within half a second of catching the basketball okay so the ball is in your hands for half a second and in that time you do something with the basketball so that might mean catch and drive catch and shoot catch and pass catch and shot fake catch and jab like there are options out of this okay but the basic premise of it is that when you catch the basketball you're not catching it and holding it for four seconds and then making a decision you're taking advantage of being quick the the main reason for this is because when the ball gets passed to you the defense has to rotate okay a good defense is going to be in help 
So if the ball gets passed to you, you're going to have the defender who has to go from help to now closing out to play on-ball defense against you. So in that time as they're moving towards you, that's going to be a really good time for you to make a decision on what you're going to do. Okay, so for example, right, let's say you're in the corner, okay, and the ball is in the opposite corner. Your man, if it's a good defense, should be in help in the paint. Okay, so maybe your teammate sees that and he's in the opposite corner. He skips the ball across the court to you in the other in the other corner. Okay, that means that that defender has to go from the paint all the way out to the corner to close out on you. Okay, so that means that he's going to be moving out of control like very very fast, and you can take advantage of that. So if he gets a good jump on you, then you might not be able to shoot the ball, but at that point you might be able to rip and drive by him, or you might not be able to get the shot off. You might be able to go shot fake, which is going to get him to jump and then get out of the play. And then you might be able to take the shot there or you might be able to drive off of that. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's really the best and most consistent way to create for yourself. I have so many, it's like so many players will ask me about, you know, like, coach, how do I get better at getting in the basket? Or how do I get better at beating my defender or doing all these things? And of course there's stuff off the dribble that, that you can have, um, that can be helpful. But, the other thing to consider is that the the other reason why point five decisions are so important is because th- like that's the majority of basketball. The majority of basketball is not Kyrie Irving, James Harden, dribble the ball a million times and try to break somebody down. Those are like incredibly, incredibly talented players who are allowed to do that. The majority of players, even the best players at like high school, college level, a lot of them aren't even allowed to do that they don't they don't dribble the ball like that okay they score their points much much more simply and it really comes off of utilizing those point five decisions so if you can get good at reading that closeout defender and you can get good at deciding okay shoot attack okay quick pass to an open teammate you're it's gonna be much much better for you um so the kind of the the common topic and and the common uh the, the reason that point five distance can be great is because when you're able to, let's say, use a shot fake and beat your guy, uh, that's going to draw in another help defender, which is going to lead to you being able to potentially kick the ball out to maybe an open shot, or that player is going to be able to attack that closeout, and then that's going to draw in another help defender. So now the defense has to do so many different things that someone's going to mess up, right? Someone's going to be out of in the wrong position. Somebody's going to be slow to help. Somebody's not going to close out very hard and they're going to give up a layup. They're going to give up a wide open three. They're going to give up a wide open mid-range jump shot. Like there's going to be something good that's going to happen. You have a bunch of guys who can play with those 0.5 decisions. Okay. So let's talk about where this starts. And like I said, on that podcast that I was interviewed, the first skill that I talked about being the most important was the ability to shoot the basketball. Because the maybe the biggest key with this is that the number one decision to make is do I shoot the ball or not? Okay. If my defender, if my teammate drives and he kicks the ball to me and I have space to shoot it, like I've got to be able to shoot that shot because now the defender has to respect that. If the very first, you know, possession of the game, my teammate drives, my defender's in help, and then my teammate kicks the ball out to me and I hit the open three, well, now I'm a shooter and now that defender knows that. So he's got to rush to get back to me. So next time when that same situation happens, my teammate drives and he kicks out to me, my guy's booking it to get out to close out to me. And now I'm shot fake. He jumps trying to contest that shot, flies by me. And now I'm two drill pull up easy, right? Or now I'm drive to the basket, finish or drive to the basket, help steps in, kick out right there. 
again, that's that's how basketball is played. If you watch, like watch high school basketball, college basketball, even the NBA for the, again the majority of players in the NBA, you're gonna see that they're gonna score a lot of points off of very very simple catch and shoot threes, uh, catch and drive two dribbles to the rim, two dribbles into a pull up, uh, shot fakes into you know drives, um, and and that's really where a ton of scoring is gonna come off now. There's also obviously ball screens and off ball screens. Like there's other aspects too, but when it comes to just like straight up driving kick kind of flow basketball, the ability to attack those closeouts with those point five decisions or shoot the basketball uh, really is a major major thing. So that's really where where it stems from though is can you shoot the ball? So that's why I always will say that shooting is the most important skill because if you can hit shots, then the defense has to guard you differently. Now that help defender is caught is care is he's he's cautious of that if you can really shoot it they might not be able to really help off of you so that's going to open up driving lanes for your teammates um and then of course if they do end up getting sucked into help you get open you get open shots and you you score a lot of points doing that so let's uh that's something to, to think about um starts off with shooting the basketball then you have you have options off that so like i said you catch the ball the first time you shot it right so now the next time that that defender comes, he's clo- he's closing 100 miles an hour at you. You might be able to just catch it and just immediately rip through and drive because he's moving his his momentum towards you. So he's gonna have to slow himself down, stop, and then move his momentum the other way if you decide to drive by him. Okay, so you really can kind of leave that guy in the dust. So that's another option for you: just catch it and then drive right away. Then there's the catch shot fake, where if he's really coming at you close, you don't have enough room for a shot. If you go shot fake, he's at least going to raise himself up. And then at that point, it's it's much easier to drive by him, okay? Because he's not in any position to slow himself down. Um, and then, again, when you get downhill, now it's a five on four. He's out of the play, okay? So there's five teammates and there's only four defenders. So you might have an open shot that they're going to have to rotate in. You got another kick out. Again, it's, just, it's where good basketball is, is stemmed from, okay? And I'm going to put up some examples of this too when that's... Uh, when this when when this, when this drops, so be ready for that. Um, and we'll talk more about this as we move on forward. But um, the other thing too, so right, you have that that uh, that shot fake, and then let's say you also have that right that you have that that rip through. So catch rip through right away. Well, again, maybe now they're onto that. Now we can go catch and then jab. So now we're selling that we're going with that rip through right away. That defender is going to lean that direction, probably moving fast and not in very good control of themselves. And then we're driving the other way and do a pull up or into another kick out. Um, it's just like defender, like you'll beat defenders much, much easier when they're moving very fast towards you in a closeout. Okay. So that's why making point five decisions is very, very important. If you want to be better at uh, beating your, your defender consistently um, and creating opportunities to score for yourself. So, you know, like for example, all you guys who are in the perimeter score system, we have we have at least four or five workouts just targeting what I'm talking about right now. the The past five minutes I've been talking about the whole these different situations. We have workouts that just target that. So just target your ability to catch and immediately go split catch right through. Okay, your ability to go catch, jab, and then go. Your ability to go catch shot fade, go catch trigger step. So we got four right there. Um, that we that we work on because like I said the majority of scoring the majority of of points you're gonna get are gonna come off of plays like this so it's important that we work on stuff like that okay and then of course we're gonna put we have catch and shoot shooting in that as well where we're relocating 
um, drifting to the corner for a catch and shoot, rising up to the wing for a catch and shoot, and put all that together. Now we're really building your skill set to execute in these 0.5 decisions. Okay. So that's, again, that's why I think it's so crucially important. Which is why when I made that big update to the perimeter score system, I was like, listen, we have to have, like, in this advanced program, I've got to make sure that we are, we are doing 0.5 decisions. Like, we have to have work on that because these guys have got to, like, just drill into their minds that, that okay, I'm going to excel here. The situation I'm going to be in 80% of the time is that I'm going to be in a, in a catch and shoot or a catch make a point by decision situation. That's where I'm going to be most of the time in games. So if I'm comfortable with that, I'm good at that. I mean, that means in 80% of situations offensively, I, I can do something with the ball, right? I'm a threat to score in 80% of situations that I find myself in. That's phenomenal for your confidence, right? That's, that's what you want to have because now you know, like, listen, no matter what their defensive scheme is, no matter who is on the defense, no matter who's in the court, I know that I'm going to see a closeout today. And I know that I can, I have the skill set to be able to do to, to be able to execute and read that closeout, shoot the ball, drive, shot fake, whatever it might be. Okay. So the, the key to this though, is that your decision starts before you actually catch the ball. Okay. It's not just now, like we said, it's a 0.5 decision when the ball touches your hands. Really what that means is that you have 0.5 seconds to do something. It's going to take you probably more than 0.5 seconds to actually make a choice. Okay, that's why it's it's not just called you know 0.5, uh, 0.5 I don't know what the word what could be 0.5 doing right. It's 0.5 decision. You have to decide what you're going to do. So it starts by reading where your defender is and help before he gets there, right? If you guys go back and watch my video on this, my film breakdown, there was a clip where I talked about Gordon Hayward. He caught the ball in the wing. His defender was in help. The ball gets swung out to him. His defender is closing out. Gordon Hayward says, "Oh, my guy's closing out really really quick. If I catch and drive right away." I'm able to beat him. He decides that before he even has the ball. And you can tell by watching his feet, he gets into, again, I just referred to it, we call it a split catch. He gets into that position where his feet are in explosive stance so he can get downhill and leaves his defender in the dust. And I believe he got to the rim and finish on that one. So that decision starts before you actually even are, like have the ball physically in your hands. Okay, so something to consider that that decision starts before and that that comes to reading what your help defender does. Where is he at? How close is he to you? Is he late rotating back to you? Well, you got the shot then. Is he early in a good position coming back to you? Well, now you have a shot fade to get him to raise up or you have a jab to sell in one direction and then go. Okay, and then is he wildly out of control? Well, then it just means as simple as catch, rip through and go. So. That's something to, to, to think about when we talk about point five decisions. It really starts before you even have the ball in your hands. Being able to read your defender. Where is he at? Where is he closing off? What angles do I have right here? Um, and so ultimately, this is something that we can drill, right? We can drill. We can work on catching shot fake into a two-dribble pull-up. We can work on catch immediate jab, two-dribble pull-up. We can work on you know catch immediate rip through. We can work on catch and shoot. We can work on all these things. But Really, when it comes down to getting really good at this and knowing when to do what, it's a feel thing, right? This is a something that is developed best through playing through situations where you're exposed to having to read that guy and make decisions. So this obviously is something that you can just do when you're straight up in your pickup games, right? When you're playing, even with a three on three, right? Four on four, five on five, like you're just working on, okay, when that ball gets swung to me, I'm reading that help defender and I'm not going to shoot the ball. I'm going to jab right away. I'm going to shot fake. I'm going to attack. 
Or if I have a teammate who's wide open, I'm going to catch it quick, swing back to him. Now his defender has to close out to him. Okay. So there's that. Uh, I posted a drill on Instagram um, where it was a one-on-one drill coming off of help. Uh, so basically how it worked is that there was, there's three players on the floor. There's a guy who has the ball on the wing. And there's a guy on the other wing who doesn't have the ball. And then there's a, a help defender. Okay. So the help defender is actually guarding the guy without the ball. But because the guy with, with the ball drives down, he drives into the paint, that help defender steps over as if he was actually going to be helping. It's not live right there. It's just kind of to simulate him being in help. And then at that point, that player with the ball is going to kick it out to the guy on the other wing. And then that help defender has to close out to his man. And then they play off that. So that's where we kind of get into reading that help defender and then determining what am I going to do here, okay? If, I, if, if he's slow to get out to me, well, I'm going to shoot it, okay? If he's you know, kind of, if he's, if he's close enough that he can potentially contest my shot, well, I'm going to shot fake him, get him to go by me and I'm driving to the rim. Okay. Is he going to be, is he wildly out of control? Well, I'm going to catch and immediately go. Um, can I sell him, you know, is he out of control in a situation where like a jab is going to work? So I might catch jab, get him to lean that way. And then I'm going right there. So that player has to read that closer coming to him. And this is where we can get good at making those 0.5 decisions because now we've worked on those physical skills, right? We've done the workouts where we're working on shot faking to our pull-ups. Like we work on our catch and shoot. Like we can, we can make those shots and we can actually execute those physical skills. But then on top of that, we also are working on, you know, our ability to now read that guy and make the right decision. Okay. I also love doing that, like working on closeout drills out of like a two-on-two or three-on-three um, which I'll potentially post as well. Um, and actually I posted in a couple workouts before where, um, we'll work on two on two. So now we actually have a true help defender. Okay. We're working on a guy closing out and attacking that closeout and, and working off of that. Um, that's some sort of like small sided games that again, like I talked about before, but a lot of my workouts now when I have groups like we're just going to play because the best way to, for us to be able to, to get better at doing these things is by, actually being in, in a position in a situation where we have to make a decision and now we can trust our decision making in a game because we've done it before okay and we have those physical skills able to do it so that's really you know what it comes down to and again like i said these are skills that we work on in the perimeter scores and like we hit those skills for sure those those that ability to you know split catch or catch and shoot whatever it might be like we're going to hit that stuff but then the important part becomes developing it in the context of a game okay so how can i like am i good enough to like be able to take contact on a drive if i you know if i catch the ball and i go can i take getting a little bit of contact by that defender and still be able to you know get by and finish at the rim that's where it's going to come down to your playing okay but the reason that i want to say that is because now that you guys have that in mind right with those point five decisions like even if you don't have you know, you're not able to set up game. Like I'm talking about these one-on-one games and all this stuff. Like, again, go on my Instagram. If you have a couple teammates that will, will work with you, I would recommend that you guys do that drill, right? After your workout or whatever, like just, just do that to play a little bit. Just, you guys probably play one-on-one anyway. So just switch up the way you play one-on-one now. Okay. Work off a closeout, whatever. But the, even if you don't have that, just working on, you know, in your own, in your own, uh, in your own pickup games or when you're playing normal three on three or normal four on four, like these are situations you can take advantage of. 
Okay, and I want you guys to start looking for that as well and, and get good at them. Because again, this is how the game of basketball is played. And if you can be good at those things, guys who are really good at making point five decisions are very, very valuable members of teams who have a play style like that. Typically, teams who play fast, right? Who want to score a lot of points, who um, have typically more free flowing offense, maybe a five out offense or a four out offense, um, where players are kind of given more freedom. Players who are good decision makers and understands what they want to get, we want to be able to exploit closeouts. So I might drive to the basket, and I might not even know. I might know that oh, I'm not going to score here, but I'm literally just trying to draw in a help defender so I can kick out to my teammate, who then is going to attack that closeout. Who he might even get to the basket, but he's going to draw in another guy. He's going to kick out there. That guy's going to have an open three now, or maybe that guy can drive and score. Right, So players who understand that are very valuable to have. So again, the importance of being able to read your defender before he gets to you is really the biggest key because once that defender is on you and he's set in a good position, if there's a good defender, then it's going to be tough for you to beat him. Right? Again, most players aren't given the freedom to just, oh, you can take 20 dribbles right here and try to break him down. Some players might, but most won't. Okay, and in most good offenses, you don't want that because the ball's gonna stop, defense doesn't have to move. You want the defense to continue to be moving. So if you want to be good at reading your defender, get good at reading them before you even have the ball. Know where they're at, know how much space you have, know how fast you can get a shot off. Um and again, like I said, guys, this is a feel thing. So you want to get good at reading defenses, play more basketball. It's really as simple as that. And that's why I I've just I'm always preaching like play, 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 play. Do your drills, of course get better at those skills, but then learn how to implement them. Learn how to make decisions, okay? Um, I had another, actually I had another, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this too. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to make this whole podcast episode at some point, but I had somebody who reached out to me writing an article and he was asking coaches what they thought the five most important skills for players to work on were. Um, so of course I talk about some of the same stuff, but I ended it and I said, decision-making, like, how well do you make decisions? Where are you, like, what are your instincts like? Do you have good basketball instincts? Okay. And that's not something you develop through drills. Like you, you just, you know, like you don't develop, you really don't even develop it. You can learn a lot through watching film, but you don't develop instincts through watching film. You develop instincts through playing basketball. Um, and that is really the biggest key. So when it comes down to, you know, learning how to do that, watch basketball, and like I said, I posted that point five decisions breakdown so you guys know what to look for, okay? But then you got to go ahead and actually do it yourself so you get a feel for how it is. And ultimately, that's how you're going to be successful doing that. So again, like I said, guys, this is one of the most important concepts in basketball, and I felt like it was a good idea to expand on a little bit more. Um, but of course, like you know, this is something that I want you guys to go out and 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 um, and get better at as well. Because like I said, if you're good at this stuff, no matter what system you play in. The majority of the time, like this is a skill that every coach wants. Okay, I got a guy who can shoot and a guy who can make quick decisions with the ball. That's the key for a good offensive team is you have a bunch of guys who can do that. That's what you want to have as coach. So, again, hopefully this helps you guys out. Um, if you guys have not watched that breakdown, go ahead and check it out just so you can kind of see a physical example of what I'm talking about. Um appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you guys give me a follow on Instagram at Vision of Basketball. Like I said, guys, questions are huge. I love them. Questions, topics, suggestions, all those different things. Um, go ahead and send me that DM. But before you do that, though, make sure you go back on my channel and see if there's something that already answers that for you, okay? If, 
Like for example, like if I've, I've, you know, say, Hey, how does sleep affect basketball? Well, I mean, I, I do a podcast on that. So make sure again, you go back and check and make sure go type my name in on YouTube and search whatever topic you were thinking about. See if I, see if I have it or not. And if I, if I don't send me that question, right. Okay. Um, or if you, I feel like I'm, you feel like I missed something, then let me know about it. Okay. But like I said, I've been about for that. Um, appreciate you guys for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you.